This is There Goes My Money. Welcome, everyone, to another There Goes My Money episode number 23, recorded on June 28th, 2017. Today, I have with me Chris, a.k.a. XV, Don Ferguson, a.k.a. Headmaster Don, John DeLuna, a.k.a. the host of New Soundwave, and not on video is Rob Clay. Welcome, guys. Hi. Well, John is currently the host. You know, John is currently the host of New Soundwave because he time traveled from the past when New Soundwave was still running. Well, I am the host of New Soundwave. I mean, yeah, and I, I don't yeah. think it was ever retired. Uh, that's right. So be on the lookout for the next episode of New Soundwave. Just be on the lookout. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, and you'll, you'll, you'll be waiting. You'll be waiting just as long as I've been waiting for RC. And keep your you chin just, up. You could just call it New Soundwave Classic and do like one or two that people hear and then that would be it. If I get an SNES Classic, I will bring back New Soundwave. Then we'll never hear it again. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. If anybody's listening, I don't think it's possible for John DeLuna to obtain an SNES Classic. I don't think that's possible. In fact, I think especially <laughs> listeners and viewers, yeah. I think it's against the law or something for, yeah. uh, for listeners and viewers well, to to gift me a um, an yeah. SNES classic via Twitter, perhaps if we followed each other and they DM'd me. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's well, possible. Just, but just ask Brian Savage to find you one. He can throw it out the window when he drives by. If Brian Savage is listening, why don't you uh, why don't you follow me on Twitter and DM me? I would love to uh, break bread and uh, and see how you're doing, Brian. Are you doing okay? How's it going, man? How are you spending your days? Well, probably probably a lot more with GI Joe now. Well, I just wanna, I just wanna check in on Brian. I, I, I I'm just curious. I want to know if he's okay. Is he okay? But he's still like, what's the G, what's the GIG, GI Joe knows new, uh, knows news today? Uh, oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I can only hope that Brian has like, uh, you know how some people grow a playoff beard and they don't shave until they lose a game or they get, their team gets kicked out of the playoffs. I hope he's growing a botcon beard, and he's not going to shave until he gets to run another botcon. And he's going to be like, you know, Rapunzel, basically just, you know, from, you know, originating from the chin, not the top of the head and, and not exactly golden locks. I can only, I, I just want, that's what I want. I want, I want Brian, Sa- I want a hopeful Brian Savage who's expressing it through not grooming. That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> and on that note. And on, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Item, there goes my money, everybody. Brian. Brian. The first item we have up is Transformers The Last Night Steelbook which includes a digital copy, Blu-ray, DVD, and it's only at Best Buy. Ooh. So the movie's yeah. not even out of the theater yet, but you can pre-order the movie when it comes out on DVD, and there is a 4K option. Mm. What's the release date? Uh, there is no release date yet. ASNP yeah. at this point. Hey, by the yeah. way, you can, now you can take home that movie you didn't see in the theater. <laughs> well, now, is anyone else having flashes of space balls with you know the it's out in it's out at home before the before the movie is finished? You know, anyone else got anyone else thinking space balls? No, okay. I think at this point they would take that Don like <laughs> with no humor. <laughs> they would be like, "Is that possible? <laughs> Can I do that?" Now, I like on the Steel Book that it actually has prime with the purple eyes and it looks like there's a piece of bumblebee just laying in front of him this is the only steel book you need that, that's that's the, the wrong steel book don 
though th- this is always the right still book when it comes to the Transformers movies. This is always the yeah, right. Yeah, I, I got to side with Don on this one. Alarming as that prospect may be. I mean, these steel books are definitely a thing uh, that Best Buy likes to do, or at least you know gets most of the steel books, and usually they disappear rather quickly. Uh, so if you are a Transformers fan and you want this steel book of this, I would pick it up now. <laughs> I got a feeling this will be kind of one of the easier ones to get. <laughs> don't say that, Don. Just just call me crazy. Just call me crazy. Uh, but uh, How diplomatic. Yeah, don't say that. Diecast has already pre-ordered eight of them to flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian's got so many retweet and follow contests. Just queued up for this guy. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like all the Marvel steelbooks... I mean, if you don't pre-order them, yeah, that's because the those are good movies. Diecast. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, those are movies you want to see again. They are, even though I don't. <laughs> I, I yes, will yes. definitely not, not, watch not movies you want to forget. I yeah. will definitely watch Transformers: Last Night again. Yeah, but you also really like Revenge of the Fallen, so I mean, your taste has been in question forever. Yeah. That it, that is true, and. uh the next item we have up is Transformers Titans Return Voyager Wave 5 Case of 2, which is Blitzwing and Octone. Not not to be called Octane. He is, he is Octone. Octone, baby. Now, this, this for me is exciting because, well, I got Octone, but I could never find Blitzwing. So I can finally get my Blitzwing. Yeah, they have individual pre-orders up too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which because I I picked up Octone and Blitzwing about a month and a half ago at my Target local Target, and apparently I got the only two on the East Coast. So I apologize to everyone else because I did not expect my little Target, that's like the second smallest class size they have to actually have anything in and then i have not seen it anywhere since yeah you got lucky because mine that mine that i got the octone from did not have blitzwing someone else must have grabbed it uh but they got in at least two more cases of voyagers after that the first one was another set of broadsides and then the next box of voyager was with megatron and optimus prime so yeah, well, I was going to say because I was at uh, a Target close to my aunt's when I visited her on my birthday, and they had one Optimus and one Megatron, which is the first time I've seen those molds in a store since before I got Octane and Blitzwing, which is which again the, the distribution is just completely fishnagled here. It's almost <laughs> like the generations, you know, you know the generations and the and the classic stuff where. It's just, it, it makes no sense. You can't find any of this stuff. And with movie stuff, there's already stuff going up on pre-order for Wave 5 of the movie, I think, Wave 4 of the movie. And I have yet to see a Squeaks or a Steelbane or Voyager Megatron yet in the stores. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that leads us into our next item, which is Transformers The Last Night Voyager Wave 3 Case of 2. Uh, this is also brought to us by Big Bad Toy Store, and they are fifty nine ninety nine, so they're thirty dollars for this for each, roughly. Uh, and what do you guys think of these two? I mean, Scorn is obviously he's just you know a little bit bigger than what we got from the last or 
Age of Extinction. Uh, I want I, I like everybody else of the two. I just want Nitro. I, I don't really care about having that Dinobot mold again, even though he was one of the better Dinobots. Nitro uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, he does. He looks like he could be, and I don't remember Nitro from the movie. Uh, so he almost looks like he could be like a cross between Starscream and uh, Soundwave, or not Soundwave. I'm sorry, uh, Shockwave, because he has the one eye, I yeah. believe. Because the Nitro Zeus in the movie didn't have this silhouette. He didn't have this body shape. So it's not, you know, maybe it sh- maybe one was going to be the other, and they changed it or something. I don't really know, but uh. So we have some breaking news here. Uh, Toys R Us now has a pre-order listing for Trypticon. Oh. Ah. Um, estimated ship this date is, is August 1st, and it is actually uh, valid right now. Buy one, get one 40% off. I've put two in my cart, and the second one is registering as $90 instead of 150 Yeah, that'll uh, never ship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if 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 it, if the system does take it and they've got that sale going on, that's a good way for people like to like split a cost on something. Hmm. So that's uh, that, that's good for people that want it, unlike me that doesn't. Yeah. That might <laughs> so give you us don't a want more... it at all. Really? Nope. Like at all? No version of it. You just don't want that toy. No, it's just I just I guess the disappointment that Fortress Maximus gave me made me just really not want to do another. Uh, not until I see what happens on the price, you know, because we all saw Fortress Maximus ping pong between a hundred and 140 there for the longest time, well before he showed, started showing up at Ollie's and that Ollie's was definitely, of course we know that was a, a strange thing showing up that fast after it was released. But, uh, you know, if this thing goes, uh, uh like, you know, on sale or I've got coupons or, you know, I might get it eventually. It's just the fortress was so disappointing. I just don't really have any desire for this. That's all right, Don. It's, <laughs> a, it's all right. I, I have faith that you're probably going to get it on an Amazon sale and you're going to be like, oh, I got it for a hundred bucks. Yeah, we still so, maybe done. Yeah, there's always I mean, economics to take into consideration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can still get Fortress Maximus on Amazon for about a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. TF radio. Dot net slash Amazon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the um, the August 1st ship date from Toys R Us might give us a little more concrete idea when to actually expect this to really hit retail. Yeah, yeah but, but also remember all the snafus we keep hitting with, with Toys R Us pre-orders. We pre-order them. They don't show up. They're canceled. They ship, but they say they're canceled. You know, it's kind of, it's just, you know, hit or miss sometimes with these things. Do they ever ship and they forget to charge you? <laughs> I've, I, I have actually, I have actually heard of that happening. I don't remember who in one of my circles, but someone like ordered. Take your chances. Yeah, yeah. Someone ordered one. They canceled the order. It still shipped, and they were never recharged for it. So yeah. And then uh, getting back to there goes my money. Well, that was part of there goes my money. We just had some breaking news to cover. Yeah, that was that was that was good. That was good. Uh. We have Mastermind Creations R29 Arrow. Is that right? Yeah. Arrow. Yeah. Arrow Alpha. Alpha. Arrow, yeah. Arrow Arrows, Alpha, right? which is which is which is basically uh, this is what Drift's friend that was made to die. Yes. So basically, this is a Negasonic Teenage Warhead for the Transformers fan. I'm not a comic person. I I think you're just making that up, Don. 
No, actually, I, I read in the Deadpool movie, the reason they picked that character for the Deadpool movie was because she was made just to be a body on panel in the comic. Well, she definitely made out better in the Deadpool movie. I love uh, the look of this figure. I love the colors. I love the vehicle mode. And this is one I'm probably going to pick up, even though I have no affection towards the character. That's okay. He's barely a character anyway. It is a nice looking design, though. Who designed this in the comics? Uh, Alex Milne, I believe. I thought so. I think think Milne uh, did the art for that Drift miniseries, so this is probably one of his. Yeah, that, that looked like one of his alt modes for sure. Meanwhile, Shane McCarthy wrote the character, which is why he's not even hardly a character. Yeah, because that whole that whole front end and vehicle mode is basically Mach Five right there. You know, just sort of sort of scream Mach Five to me. Yeah, so yeah I kind of see that. Bit. So is is there a robot like Chimp in the trunk? That's what I'm wondering. And the robot <laughs> mode is a mid two thousands Gundam. Yes, <laughs> I I kind of I kind of like that. I mean, again, I have no I have no affiliation with the character, but his silhouette and the way he poses. Is extremely is extremely visually impressive. Yeah, in terms of no you know no no affinity for the character, neither does anybody else. But it looks like a really nice toy. We're expecting that this mold is likely to get reused to make um, a drift or maybe a, a deadlock. Also, yeah. Is anyone well, else going to pick this up? I mean, I know John. Do you do the IDW uh, comic style figures or? No, not, I mean, well, I guess, I guess, yes, but it's a very focused thing. It's the only thing I get is the MCC, uh, DJD. I mean, that's it. So, okay. Technically, yes. But, uh, outside of a very specific, i.e. five possible toys, (laughs) not really. Cause I know Melvar also is doing the, uh, DJD figures. So I'm wondering if he's going to pick this up or not. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, in your in your case, John, it's not like you're going to see Hasbro DJD figures. You know, it, that's just not, that's not that's something that's just not Certainly going doubtful. to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't see them. I don't see them trying to take that uh, those characters and their uh, uh, their escapades to a wider audience. I don't think they really want to shine a spotlight on that stuff. I honestly think that they might try and do uh, figures of those characters at some point, but they're not going to be anywhere near as on model as, as the uh, third party ones, obviously. You mean we're yeah, not going to get a Hasbro official electric chair transformer? Madness! <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. Yeah, or uh, like a transformer blender, uh, like a walking <laughs> blender. I, uh, I do think, though, like along those lines, I do fully expect the concept of what they are to show up in like some cartoon or some mass like piece of fiction at some point uh, in a like um, uh, in a, a version or a take on the concept of some kind of like enforcement group, but in, in a, obviously a, a little bit more a uh, toned down version, but I oh, just, imagine the movies Megat- need. Yeah. I was like, going to say, group Megatron's- and kill everybody. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking, imagine if Megatron's, you know, new crew of lackeys in the last night had been the DJD instead. I mean, they would, would have been, they would have all died just as quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But, you know, well, would have been fun might, trailers, I guess. Th- yeah, they might. They might would take the DJD and use those model concepts and turn them into whatever the Decepticon counterpart to the Wreckers are, and just Maybe sort of tweak it. Okay, I didn't know who. I, I know. I knew there was one, but didn't, didn't know what they were called. And speaking of Hasbro movie figures. We have the Hasbro Masterpiece movie series MPM-4 Optimus Prime. 
Did you guys ever think that we were going to see masterpiece movie figures to this extent? They had to eventually. Yeah, yeah it's one of the things eventually everything will circle back around because nothing that we've had in the U.S. could really be taken over to Japan to complete the series from Starscream and Bumblebee previously. Um, so they were going to have to you know, do something if they wanted to keep that line going. I mean, those figures were just leader figures that they called masterpiece. Well, so. but, well I've got that Starscream, and that there's, I would say there's almost masterpiece level engineering in that. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, more I mean, than that was from get. the point in time when the mainline stuff really was competitive in complexity with masterpiece toys, and then Takara threw a really fancy, high quality paint job on that to kind of cement it a little yeah. bit further. Plus, it was stuff that didn't fit into the normal size structure the rest of the line was so it was a fairly sensible way to get use out of those molds in japan uh now i will admit i do want i've I've watched a video uh i watched a transformation video on youtube for this for this movie masterpiece optimus and it looks like it would be an actually less frustrating kind of more fun toy to transform than the revenge of the fallen mold uh, I'm just not sure how easy it's going to be to get without doing a pre-order. And at 135, it, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be less than that when Toys R Us eventually stocks them. I don't even know. I, I mean, well, no, the um, the SRP is supposed to be like a hundred dollars from Toys R Us for Prime, and I think eighty for Bumblebee. Oh, we okay. had we had the inventory computer leaks a few months ago that included yeah. those. Well, yeah. the only, that that's the, only for the first week or two till they decide to raise their price. Yes, also, well, get so. on that fast. Yeah, and <laughs> the one thing I'm worried about, and I brought this up with, with a couple of friends, uh, Paladin and and a few other people, how much is this going to be depainted to fit that price point at Toys R Us? Well, that, okay, so like what from what we understand, these are a simultaneous co-production between Hasbro and Takara. And should be made so that they fit both markets without modification. Like both markets should be getting the identical toy right down to the packaging. Right. Well, th- that makes me feel better than because because I would hate to have to either have it depainted, or we lose the swords, or it comes with like you know you know some some kind of some kind of thing. Because was like like for Masterpiece Soundwave, we got. All five cassettes and Soundwave for a lot less than what it would have, would have run in Japan. Mm-hmm. But that was four years ago, so you know I don't know what they would have done to make this fit the Toys R Us price point. But that's that's reassuring. And now this is a very movie based. There goes my money, and I did not mean it that way. But the next item up is the Yzhang TLK, the Last Night upscaled Megatron which is an upscaling of the Voyager Megatron from the last night that most of us haven't even seen or been able to purchase yet. And this is apparently going to be out within the next week or two. Hmm. So they've upscaled the Voyager last night Megatron to be basically leader size, despite the fact that there's an official leader size, the last night Megatron coming out fairly soon. And, I don't know. This just seems like you know a high point of wasted effort. Well, now when when we, when I was looking at that Figure King uh, article we mentioned on this week's RFC, mm. this Megatron had a picture. It, it had the Toys R Us logo beside of that. Yes, in Japan, the Voyager is an exclusive to Toys R Us. 
Right. So that could be why they're doing this Voyager upscale was to tap into the market that outside Japan that, that would want a larger figure or it would be hard to get otherwise. So maybe that has something to do with their decision. Well, no, because the, the actual leader Megatron is going to be a general retail release in Japan. It's going to be available everywhere in you know all of Hasbro's markets. There, I don't see any reason why there would be a need to upscale the Voyager to match the size of the existing leader mold of the same design. It doesn't make any yeah, sense to me. I I actually I'm pre-ordering this because you know it, it, it's basically going to cost me like 15 bucks. Hmm. So for that price, it's cheaper than the Hasbro Voyager, and I'm going to get a leader size figure, and I won't. Feel so bad if I can't get a leader Megatron. I wish Kilby was here to judge you right now. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm well, I'm all for this figure. Yeah. Well, well, don't don't worry, don't worry, XB. Time does judge all. So we'll. Well, that was horrifying. I'm gonna go uh, just ponder my fate. Thanks to Don, he's uh, sealed it tonight. Well, actually, it was a joke just for uh, Chris, but apparently it was too painful i'm sorry i took it i took it as literal so i mean i've got to hurry up and live life now so I don't know, i'm man. older than you john i'm closer to death than you are does anybody have a good uh paragliding school to recommend because i gotta get on this <laughs> i gotta start living <laughs> well that'll cut you what do you think short? of this megatron john you're the only one that didn't uh comment on it what do you think do what what do i think about this upscaled one or the yeah design? well i mean I, I don't know it sure is a, a nifty knockoff of something we don't have yet well, that's I mean, it. well, see that—that's yeah. one thing about the YJ though. YJ makes very, very good toys. I mean, I think I think Chris said in a, in a previous in a previous episode, they're a better third party company than some third party companies. Yeah. And I mean, it's I've fair. got several of their pieces, and they're they're solid. I mean, they are very well done toys. Yeah, and it's a nice design. I mean, you know, so I'm sure it's going to be a great toy for sure. Yeah, and I will definitely review it. Uh, I'll have it. Hopefully, I'll have the Voyager at the same time, so I can kind of put them next to each other and compare the differences. And Wai Zhang always likes sad die cast, which is you know a good choice. I mean, if you're gonna add something, it might as well be die cast. I don't see why you have to ruin a perfectly good plastic toy by throwing unnecessary metal into it. Makes it it makes it weighty. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, did anyone else? Did anyone get anything uh, new this week? Not me. Not Transformers related. Same here. Not Transformers related. Well, 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 you know, uh, other other than the uh, awesome ten dollar Amazon still book, I just have to make sure I can find my my Blu-ray player. Tfradio.net slash Amazon. Yep, I got that right there behind me. And for the audio people, that is Ultron, <laughs> the diecast version. Because that's, it's a new Bentley. Yeah, that's the, the um, that's the Netflix Voltron combining uh, box set. Right. But yeah, it's so rare to see gift sets for the most part, especially in, in, in other than what we get for Titans Returns. Uh, and it's got all five lions. It's got a very nice box. It's probably one of the nicest gift sets I've seen in a long time. Just in sheer of you just don't see these big. Even got a, even got a suitcase handle on top. I mean, the last time la- the last time I bought something this big was my Super Fighter Dagwon gift set from a Botcon a couple many years ago, and this is even bigger than that. So, did it have a suitcase you know, handle? Yes, it did. Huh. Where did <laughs> you get that at, Don? 
I got that at Toys R Us. Uh, the, the 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 normal retail is ninety nine ninety nine, which which at their price is about fifteen dollars less than the individual Reese's compared to other retailers where it's a little cheaper. It's just a maybe five to eight dollars higher depending on where you go, but you do get a gift set. You do get the nicer box, and once I involved Dynamics, I got thirty five in the set. So I paid basically the price of the Black Lion and got the set after everything was said and done. And I didn't walk, I didn't run, but I was a winner and got that for thirty five bucks. Does that really include happy. selling one of your kidneys or? No, that no, that was just it was just pure coupons and Dynamics. Yeah, well, he's not panning the camera down, so we can't confirm that. But uh, hey, Don. Yes. Do you know if that uh, those toys are uh, well regarded as toys? Do you have any idea? Are these are these supposed to be good toys? I've heard a lot of people like this set. Um, I know the series is being is highly well regarded. I have not seen the series because I don't have Netflix. I probably won't. I probably won't get that until Miraculous starts its second season. Um, but I've heard some good things about this toy. Haven't heard a lot of breakage issues other than. Some you gotta be careful on some of the arms, but Paladin showed me a video on, on how to take care of that. Uh, again, thanks Paladin for that. So uh, and it must be doing well because there for the longest time at release, I could not find a I could not find a black lion at the same time I found the four small lions. It was always one or the other for at least a month and a half. It was always oh. it, it was very it was very rare to see. A complete set. Mm-hmm. I'm having horrible childhood uh, childhood flashbacks here. Yeah, no, and actually, yeah. I've observed kind of the same thing. Like, finally, the stories look like they're getting more than like one lion at a time in, but I don't think I've ever seen all five of them at the same time, and they are like split between two price points too, because the black lion's like twice the size. And what's weird is I was at a a a Walmart. I don't normally go to. And either they had a whole bunch come in for like a display, but all that was left on the peg hooks was five red lions. So, I mean, it's like, how do you, uh, unless, <laughs> unless, it was, unless it was some kind of weird case assortment or they just screwed up on a case, they would have had to have had at least five cases of, of small lion figures to get five red lines on the shelf because they hadn't been out that long. So that was just one of the you know weird things I, I ran mean, into. I guess they could have redistributed like stock from the back room somewhere else to the store. It, it was just weird seeing five red lions on a peg hook and nothing yeah. else in stock. Yeah. So but, you know, I'll I'm, go. But I'm, no, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I, you know, I'm happy. I like. I got it mainly because it's such a beautiful packaging. You know, a. a a lot of packaging packaging for toys nowadays is so uh, perfunctory, and that it's the fact that it's just it's meant. I know I probably screwed that up word up, but it's, it's it it looks pretty, but it's not meant to be kept or be admired. That's something you can admire as like a a kind of work of art uh, in, in you know the way it's designed. Because on the on the other side here, you have oh they printed it upside down. <laughs> yeah, so you've got you know you've got the whole back here as well so i love it just for it's a gift set which you don't see anymore and it's beautiful so you know there's that and i got this week this is the second time i've ordered this figure but the first time i've gotten it in the (laughs) mech toy fans this is the is this the upscale is this upscaled at all we can't see it diecast it's the uh Ultra Magnus, the the legend scale. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the Ultra one from Iron, 
Yeah, the one from Iron Factory that they that they upscaled. Yes. Yes, I saw. I guess that answers that question, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It it is an upscale because they used that. They used the uh, the Iron Factory slash War in the Pocket scale of figures, and I think they went. I think they went about two up on that. Okay, can okay. they do that with Lord Scorpion now? Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure. I feel very confident we're going to see. I, now I do have the small version of Lord Scorpion coming because again I got a good deal on that off of eBay, uh, and I really wanted a Black Zarek in my collection that wasn't the uh, the PVC version. But I'm I'm sure we'll see a larger version of that one before too long. Would be nice. So this is my, like I said, this is my second one because the first one got lost in the mail and the mail has still failed to find it. I don't think they will, uh, but. I was glad that that was the actual figure that was that was lost because the other figure that was in the box was the Ocular Max Trailbreaker, which was a lot more than the Mecha Toy Fans Ultra Magnus. So I feel I got lucky there. Um, How was that transformation, Doc? Asked for which one? Trailbreaker. Trailbreaker is yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little painstaking. Yeah, uh, that, but yeah. See that that's why I got the X Transbots version of Hoist because the transformation looked a lot, a lot easier and not near as like two hours later your foot the foot's done. You know, like you would <laughs> like you would see. Yeah, and then the other thing I got was uh, I got Deluxe Steelbane, hmm. I got Deluxe Autobot Drift, and I also got Deluxe. Dinobot Slug, who appeared in the movie for what, about two seconds? It was brief, <laughs> but he was there. And I got yeah, these yeah. from Hasbro Toy Shop because I have not actually seen these show up at local brick and mortar. Yeah, and from the look of things, you probably won't for a while. Because there is just too much damn Wave 1 stuff out there clogging the shelves. Not helped by Walmart having those stack bases that are half full of more Wave 1. And I've heard of people actually saying they're already being taken down. Uh, the other thing that Walmart is probably going to heavy focus uh, uh, focus on heavily is the hot rod figure because that's an exclusive for them. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming room, they're going to get cases of hot rods. But with yeah, it being the same price point as the as the movie this deluxe figures, are they going to put it out because the pegs will be full of wave one? Yeah, that could be a problem, because I don't recall off the top of my head that there are any more Deluxe Autobots Unite toys. Like, I think there's Hot Rod, and everything else in that lineup is just Legends. So it would have to be a solid pack case, which means it's probably going to be on its own product code, which might mean it will get its own special peg, and probably its own special price. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them online for about $35. I would. But I'm not spending $35 on a deluxe figure. I would rather not have it than spend that money. Yeah. I mean, you spent more than that on Takara toys. That is true. But Takara will put more paint on it. (laughs) Or paint in general. And then, just like Don, I also picked up the uh, original Transformers Steelbook Hmm. on Amazon for. It was like $9.80 at tfradio.net slash Amazon because I almost want to have one just in the, in, you know, unopened. Okay. (laughs) Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Mission complete. I uh, have a quick side note that uh, even though I glossed over my non-Transformers purchase, 
because Don hovered on Voltron for a second. I just want to confirm because I have opened uh, the packaging tonight that uh, Storm Collectibles Ryu, Street Fighter V Ryu, is indeed a good toy. So he's uh, about $55 just about everywhere, and uh, he's a good toy. So if you like video game characters um, and you got 55 bucks USD, uh, he's a pretty decent purchase. I can recommend him. Now, what size is he again? He's about masterpiece size, you said. He's a, he's a, he's as big as masterpiece Cheetor. Huh. That's uh, uh, probably more relevant to our audience than uh, than anything else I can say. So, if you have a masterpiece Cheetor or um, so it's a seven or eight inch figure, yeah, a Voyager ish these days. Uh, he scales nicely with that. So it's just what you wanted with your uh, with your Voyager display or your masterpiece uh, uh, display Ryu. Uh, it doesn't perfect. sound like a bad price. No, fifty-five bucks is good. I mean, they have. He is apparently like what is going to be the entry-level price for this um, this collection. He's about fifty-five bucks. M. Bison is sixty-five-ish, uh, and also uh, bigger, uh, a smidge bigger. And then they've got like a Zangief coming out later this year at the end of the year, who's like seventy or eighty bucks, and he's gigantic, obviously. But they're all in scale with each other, so. So yeah, for you scale nerds, which is me, I'm one of them, uh, they're keeping them all properly in scale. And um, even if it takes like a ton of price points to do it, they're going to do it. So I can respect that. Uh, But yeah, he's a really good start. So Storm Collect, and if you Google, or if you go to Big Bad or or anybody who carries this kind of stuff, and you Google Street Fighter, you're going to get a ton of stuff. Like it's a mess. It's a big old mess. Like Street Fighter action figures, video game action figures. It's just a messy market. Not good. Not fun to like uh, shop around. <clears throat> so this is specifically the Storm Collectibles Ryu. That's the one I'm talking about. So not figure arts, not anything else. Um, Storm Collectibles. That is definitely one I would recommend. So and it looks like they're going to get a shot to do a decent amount of the cast, which is very important if you collect video game stuff. Uh, everybody knows the 100% guarantee that you will not complete this cast. You will not. Uh, every toy line uh, starts valiantly and, and, and dies a, a, a sad and sudden death about halfway through the cast of a video game. So get ready for that. But uh, <laughs> but at least while it lasts, uh, these are um, this looks to be a really good line of Street Fighter figures while it lasts. So yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, it's it's hard. You always get like a Chun Li and a M Bison and maybe a Blanca and then. A Ryu, and then the line goes to hell. <laughs> yeah, the line disappears. It's uh, you know what? It's one of those things where it's like, because this happens every time with every video game toy line ever. Uh, like everybody knows we're not making it to the end. It's not, not happening. So like they have to, they have to juggle. Like, do we make the figures we know will sell that are have already been made a hundred ways, a hundred times, but everybody will buy them, or do we take our shot and make the characters that never get a toy that like the designer personally likes. So there's usually like a fair mix of like, of course you're making a Ryu and a Chun-Li also like, um, an Alex. Nobody likes Alex. Nobody wants Alex. Apparently somebody on the design team wants to make an Alex. So we're going to get an Alex and he's going to, uh, he's going to fill a slot that could have been, uh, Blanca or Guile or some other like <laughs> incredibly famous street fighter. That will never be made in this line. And it's just, that's just how it goes. That's just the life of a Street Fighter toy line. It's a bunch of A-listers and a random F-lister because uh, Joe B. 
because Joe in the back really liked, like, he played Necro when he was uh, a freshman in college. We're making a Necro. Nobody knows who Necro is, but Joe knows who Necro is. So you're getting a Necro. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> and not a Guile. So that's how it works. Meanwhile, I've just been sitting here the whole time thinking the day Bison came in the mail was the most important day of your life. To Bison, it was Tuesday. Excellent. I love it. But uh, that's where our money went this week. Please support our shows, all of our shows, by heading over to tfradio.net slash Amazon. You can do all your normal Amazon shopping. It costs you no additional, and it kicks a couple pennies back to Brian Kilby. That way he can keep the lights on and keep the shows rolling, and uh, we would love you for doing that. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time. This has been There Goes My Money. 